Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Pain Train Pipe Bomb Productions. As usual, you all know who I am, so there's no need for me to introduce myself. But ladies and gentlemen, I gotta admit, today's episode is absolutely random because it has happened so long ago. But I gotta be honest, it's often talked about and it's not exaggerated. So you know what? Because everybody has spent the time to talk about this particular thing on their show, it's all over YouTube, it's all over the internet because there's so many different opinions regarding the whole thing. But the bottom line is, everybody wants to talk about it, so you know what? I think I need to join in on the fun. Apparently, this is a party that you, apparently it's impossible to be late to because the party only goes on. One of the most infamous yet historical moments in professional wrestling, and the only thing is, it happened outside of the ring. The infamous Jim Cornette, Dairy Queen Meltdown. To be honest with you, I feel a little bit bad, but Jim Cornette, you, you can't deny the fact that Jim Cornette made everybody laugh when this particularly happened. But the, the funny thing is, it's not supposed to be funny. The whole Dairy Queen story with Jim Cornette really is a story told within itself. And speaking of Jim Cornette, you know, as of late, you know, I, I got to admit, because I, I've, I, I swear to you, I've gotten a little bit of heat because, yeah, I, yes, I listen to Jim Cornette's shows all the time. The Jim Cornette experience, the drive-through, you know, and people apparently take a bit of exception to it considering the controversy of what Cornette has said, you know, over the years. I mean, look, Jim Cornette has said what he has said, Okay. But the way I see it is like this, guys. You know, regarding to his supposed unfair criticism of AEW and how he is today with today's wrestling, he's, you know, whatever. Look, there was one particular reason why I honestly refuse to bury Jim Cornette. Because number one is, what we have to understand is that Jim Cornette knows professional wrestling better than any of us. The dude was born and raised in the pro wrestling business. Now I don't I don't agree with everything everything that he says, and for those of you if you don't like what he's saying, then all I can tell you is well number one don't follow him on social media. Number two don't listen to his shows. Simple as that. But but going back to Jim Cornette, I mean what I really like about him is he tells great stories. He tells very very good stories. There's really honestly no denying it. If you've listened to his shows, his stories are absolutely fascinating. I can't call them bedtime stories because. If you feel tired and you listen to Jim Cornette's stories, honestly, you don't want to go to bed. You just want to continue to find more and more stories that he has to tell. So, but of course, he's basically giving, he's basically spoken about the Dairy Queen experience as well. Though I think there was a time when he kind of told the story on the Inside the Ropes uh, uh, um, thing right, right there. But the video is actually not on YouTube. It's been gone for a while, but, but I just love the way how he kind of basically presented the whole thing. But as we know how the story goes was back in the 90s when Jim Cornette was running Smoky Mountain Wrestling, you know, they did a show in Hyden, Kentucky. I hope I said that. I think at least I think it's a town called Hyden, Kentucky. And the show apparently, I mean, and this is what Jim Cornette has said on that particular inside the rope segment that the show ended up being horrible. 
it drew poorly, and you know, of course, when a show does not have a significant draw, you know, the profit, the revenue is down the toilet, the money invested is down the toilet. I mean, apparently, Jim Cornette had a very, very bad night along with his talent. And from what I understand, you know, in that particular show, in that particular, the whole thing took place in a minivan where the whole meltdown happened after the show. Now, as the story goes, as Jim Cornette has said it, they had to drive back down to Knoxville, uh, Tennessee, which I believe was somewhere around from where they were. From what I heard, it's like probably like like two hundred miles away, which would be anywhere from like a like a two to two to two to three hour drive, but. And this is like this is like at midnight too, so they gotta drive all the way back. You know that same particular day. So could you imagine with Jim Cornette how angry and stressed he's already he already is, and you know all, the long road trip back. I mean, let me because let me tell you this: a long road trip while being in a foul mood. Something I would never want to do. I've been there, believe me. But so after the show, they stop by Dairy Queen before you know hitting the road back to Knoxville. Now. From what, what, what we've been told, there's a long line, okay? So they make the order, and they order, like, somewhere between $30, $40 worth of food because they got to feed, you know, like, there's, like, six people in the van. So from what I understand, Jim Cornetta said there's a young Lance Storm and a young Chris Jericho who were a tag team at the time. Then a wrestler named Jimmy Del Rey was also in, in the van. But there's, like, several others, but I don't know their names. So there's a total of six people in the van, I believe, which includes Jim Cornette. So imagine delivering, you know, forty dollars worth of food to, to feed seven people. I mean, huh. nowadays it takes probably forty dollars to, to to serve probably around two or three people. Sometimes twenty to thirty dollars isn't even enough to serve one person, and I'm a little bit guilty of that. But my appetite, y'all. Let me tell you something. I'm the pickiest eater in the world. That is not an exaggeration. I am literally the pickiest eater in the world. My appetite to some people is absolutely unbearable because they'll say, how the hell can Alex eat so much? Yeah. But anyway, so they order all this food, okay? Now, there's a long line, so they're in line for like 20 minutes. They finally pull up to the drive through window. And they are told that apparently the order... Well, they realize, specifically Jim Cornette realizes, that the order has not been fixed. And why is that? Because Jim Cornette, if you watch the infamous video, that's on YouTube. You'll hear Jim Cornette say, and I quote, We thought you would have had that already for us by, now, by the time we got here. And unquote. And then I believe you hear the employee saying, You know, we didn't know. And then he asked, we didn't know what. And then they said, she says she, they didn't know whether to prepare it or not. And then Jim Cornette says, didn't know whether to fix it or not. And then, and then he kind of starts going on a little bit of a, of a massive cussing tirade. If you watch the video, the way Jim Cornette just storms out of the van, makes his way to the drive-thru window, opens it on his own, sticks his head in the restaurant like that, and then screams at the employees inside, Jim Cornette is doing what he does best, cutting a grade A pure classic promo. It seems that even outside, away from the wrestling ring, Jim Cornette, basically the way he speaks, he's just simply cutting a promo. Because again... You can say whatever you want about Mr. Cornette, but Miss Jim Cornette, over the years, the promos, still to this day, highly impactful. That's why I say, like, you know, a lot of times Jim Cornette can say what he says. You might not like it. You might not agree with it, but let me tell you all this. 
I honestly believe I've. I talk about getting heat. Uh, admitting I got heat earlier because, uh, because I actually, uh, I'm actually, I, I admire Jim Cornette, and because you know I love the promos, I love his stories, I love, love his shows. But again, I don't particularly agree with everything that he says. But at the same time, understand he was born and raised in the wrestling business. He knows. I mean, I I like to say I know something about the business, but Jim Cornette knows everything about the business. And I'll, and let me tell you all this. If Jim Cornette was to give a, a lesson in the history of pro wrestling, let me tell you all this. It would certainly not be Pro Wrestling 101 because Jim Cornette's knowledge, unique knowledge and love and passion for the business, I mean, it's not something that's just basically you, you're going to think it's going to be easy. I mean, it's, it's not a cakewalk. If you're going to learn things from Jim Cornette in pro wrestling, well, you better get ready because you're going to be in for a day of some hard learning, let me tell you. Anyway. You know, I keep getting off topic. It seems to me like today all I want to do is praise the hell out of Jim Cornette. Yeah. But, and anyway. So, yeah, they got there and then, if you, like that. And then, before Jim Cornette stormed out, you actually hear a young Chris Jericho say, you know, Chris Jericho is the one who trumped uh, Cornette. <laughs> because I think, because before Cornette stormed out of the van, that particular employee said, if you cuss me, you won't get a damn thing. And then she slams that drive through window. That's what prompted Cornette to, to go crazy and then storm out of the car. But you hear Chris Jericho cuss at that employee. So that employee thought that Cornette cussed her when it was actually Chris Jericho that cussed her. <laughs> so my hero, Chris Jericho, the man who helped me stand up to bullies, is the one that put Jim Cornette in the predicament. <laughs> what are the odds, ladies and gentlemen? What are the odds? <laughs> See, this is probably why I'm going to have a hard time keeping a straight face because, I'm sorry, as funny as it is, you kind of think of it, it's not funny because when you're hungry and you're stressed, when you're in, this, when you're in the same situation as Mr. Cornette was, huh, you kind of realize, okay, maybe that's not so funny, but... Uh, so they are... Okay, so Cornette, you know, does this, does that, and then <laughs> he just cusses that employee and then... Hurls a few insults. I mean, I'm telling you, he was cuss he, he was cutting a massive angry promo because again, that's Jim Cornette in a nutshell. He can always cut a promo, no matter what. Even if it's if he's not working on a wrestling show, whatever. Whenever Jim Cornette's not happy and he's gonna let you, he's gonna tell you what he's got to say. Huh, it's gonna be a promo, y'all. So Cornette comes back in the car and then and then yeah, I think the man the manager of that of that Dairy Queen came up and apologized and even. Admitted that they they never get orders that big. And then, of course, Cornette. If, if I'm correct, Cornette responds. He says, and I quote: "I can imagine you don't get any you don't get much orders if you won't fix the food." <laughs> and <laughs> so they eventually do they do fix it. And of course, I think Jim uh, Chris Jericho basically says, "You know, they're probably gonna spit in our food now because the, we we pissed them off." But but anyway. So they eventually get the food, and then, you know, like that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, while, while they're still waiting, I mean, you, you just kind of see, like, the talking in the van. I mean, he, Jim Cornette goes back to being in a funny mood. I mean, you even hear him laugh, and then he's like... So it kind of seems to me like Jim Cornette was in that moment of rage. He goes back in the van, and then he tries to calm down, and then starts keeping his laugh, so... So maybe then I'm going to... That's why I'm thinking, okay, maybe we shouldn't feel too guilty about laughing about the situation, but... But, but, but I think the bottom line is, is because the whole thing of being wanting to talk about that is because 
As stressful and as unpleasant as the situation was for Mr. Jim Cornette, along with the talent in that van, you know, I always say Jim Cornette basically entertained us with that particular in that particular way. I mean, the way he just storms down of the van, cusses up that storm, you know, opens that thing, sticks his head in, and yells at the employees in the restaurant. Goes back, goes back in the van, and just basically all of a sudden is you know calm and laughing and smiling and oh man, I mean, pure grade A entertainment. So, so basically, you know, when I always said that Jim Cornette, uh, excuse me, that Chris Jericho would put a smile on my face you know, with, with the promos and he helped me teach stand up to bullies, you know, I gotta admit Jim Cornette's promos too also kind of help you basically, you know, help you out stand up to bullies as well. I always, I always feel like, you know, because now Cornette, you know, one of the most biggest villains in wrestling, I mean, still, even a villain's promos really basically help you learn something, so, as much credit as I get to Chris Jericho for helping me stand up to bullies with his promos, I gotta give, I gotta give credit to Jim Cornette as well, but the whole Dairy Queen thing is, what, what I learned from Jim Cornette in the whole Dairy Queen video in, in the Meltdown is, when you get disrespected, by restaurant employees. And well, you know what? And I should have mentioned this earlier. They did not fix the food because apparently they thought they were being pranked. Now, you, you hear the driver of that van. He, he tells the manager that when, he, when they came to the speaker to, to order the food, he told the employee that this would be a huge order. Okay? But uh, apparently, because it was such a huge order, they thought it was a prank. Now, granted, there has been many, many times where places get prank called on big orders. When I was actually working as a pizza delivery driver at Domino's Pizza, we did from time to time, in fact, get prank calls on orders. So it does happen. But then you ask yourself, are people really, really going to do that in person? Well, in the drive-thru, they may. There's been, I mean, I'm sure there's been times where somebody goes to a drive-thru, orders the food, and then just basically drives away. I'm sure that's happened before, so... But, then again, but, you, you, but sometimes, honestly... The, I th you know, especially when there's a long line, I mean, sometimes, you know, like that. But I think, you know, honestly, I kind of understand why some people would think that they're being pranked with these things. But at, at, at the same time, I think if somebody kind of tells you it's going to be a big order like that and they're kind of giving you a heads up, well, you might want to take the situation seriously because if there's a large order and you want to get it ready, there's already a long line ahead. I mean, the fact they waited 20 minutes after 20 minutes... The order hadn't even been started. I mean, I would be pissed off too. You know. So at the same time, you you, you can't really be you, you, you can't really believe, blame Cornette. You know, because I mean, Cornette was 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 in the biggest pickle of them all. I mean, again, the owner and promoter of, of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, a, a, a show in Hyden, Kentucky, that drew poorly, and then basically he. I mean, how much? Imagine how much money Cornette had lost in the situation. So Cornette was in the biggest moment of stress out of everyone. So. So Jim Cornette was already angry to start with, and then this whole thing, and then then you know the, the lady you know cu you know uh, the lady cussing uh, cussing at him, telling him if you cuss me you won't get a damn thing. I mean, like I said, Cornette was already angry enough, and then the whole situation just goes completely out of control, and all this whole thing, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So at the end of the day, I I, I always said among my wrestling friends because you know there's a lot of wrestling fans, especially that listen to the show. A lot of us, basically, we, we all kind of admired Jim Cornette, you know, because we all listen to his show, and 
we've we've all watched you know some of the the highlights you know of Cornette you know back in the day in the eighties as, as the heel manager and everything he's done you know the nice suits the tennis rackets I mean Jim Cornette being featured on Dark Side of the Ring I mean again you know Jim Jim Cornette basically to us is you know is a teacher because we've I've learned a lot from Jim Cornette so. I think out of everything, why I'm so grateful to Jim Cornette is because I've learned so much from him. Now, my style of wrestling, my, I mean, obviously I have a different opinion than him. I mean, I know that Mr. Cornette, you know, obviously is not a fan of comedy wrestling. Um, people ask me all the time, what, what are my thoughts on comedy wrestling? I mean, all I say is, well, especially when I was a kid, you know, comedy wrestling made me smile. Now, what I stress about is that as a kid and as a teenager, I was bullied so bad. And that wrestling was watching pro wrestling was one of, was one of the escapes from, from the perpetual torment at school and all, all the physical emotion and emotional and spiritual pain that I was dealing with. Comedy wrestling kind of would put a smile on my face to help me escape from the pain. So, at the same time, you know, I I mean again, Jim Cornette basically the way he his style of wrestling. I mean again. I, basically, what we have to understand is before you... I mean, again, you don't have to agree with Cornette, but again, you know, for me, again, I always basically have to tell everybody, the guy knows wrestling. We don't. The dude grew up, lived, you know, the dude was born and raised in pro wrestling, so... But at, at, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, Mr. Cornette has, a, has an opinion just like we do. You know, one, one of my best friends always says it like this. An opinion is like a butthole. Everybody has one. So, so again... So while I don't necessarily agree with everything with Mr. Jim Cornette, I have a lot of respect for him. I love his shows. I love his stories. And I love learning from the guy. And Jim Cornette, again, much like my my favorite professional wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho, you know, Chris Jim Cornette, also his promos somehow, someway, magically inspired me to stand up to bullies. So, again, so I guess I got to admit, I, I got to say that Jim Cornette is an influence in my life. Just like my hero, Chris Jericho. So, at the same time, you know, going back to the entertainment, I mean, Jim Cornette and that particular Dairy Queen thing, Jim Cornette put a smile on my face. And every time I watch it, sometimes when I'm going through some daily life and stress, based on, you know, you know, uh, you know the weight of having to work forty at least 40 hours a week as a bar back, running three shows and, you know, just working so hard to be very, very successful in life, you know, Jim Cornette, you know, a lot of times, you know, I watch his work, it puts a smile on my face, and it kills the stress, so... And the Dairy, the Dairy Queen meltdown is one of the most also famous moments that always has a smile on my face, so... Uh, but a warning to everybody, I'm sure this has been a while. If Mr. Jim Cornette places an order, you better get to fix it, because if you don't have it ready... Well, you know what? Mr. Jim Cornette is going to give you exactly what you deserve. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button, and please be sure to hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you will not be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And remember, if you know somebody that loves professional wrestling and they are looking for the best pro wrestling podcast in the world, then Ringside Chaos is the show for them. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a guarantee. Thank you very, very much, and God bless.